0: You're listening to SBS News. 2023 is a year that a lot of people are looking forward to leaving behind. It brought with it many changes to their lives, not all for the better. Australian and global financial markets were impacted by skyrocketing inflation which was fueled by events such as Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the war between Israel and Hamas. Dr George Calhoun, a teaching professor at the Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken in the United States, says inflation can serve as a distraction from the important issues which shape the course of the world.
1: This uh, concern with inflation is a as a, a mask for a much broader set of concerns that really spill outside of the economy into the political realm, into the public uh, debates going on over whether the war is is uh, how we should respond to the war in the Middle East, how we should respond to the war in Ukraine, how we should uh, handle the China situation and the political divisions in the country and a very strange presidential election that seems to be looming.
0: Focusing on the Australian market, there were a number of incidents that left their mark within the last 12 months. Carl Rotter is a senior financial market analyst for Capital.com. He told the SBS on The Money podcast there was one event that he believes stood out the most. Well, I think the thing that rocked corporate
2: Australia the most was probably the drama surrounding Qantas, obviously a few years of mega profits, but also Uh, incredible dissatisfaction amongst customers and the broader community, I think really brought to a head um, some of the issues that we're seeing more broadly across the globe in terms of stakeholder capitalism and balancing the demands of shareholders and pure profit with the uh, interests of other stakeholders like your consumer, uh, but also the broader community and political environment as well. So the fact that we effectively saw a, a complete overhaul of the board, obviously, we saw uh, uh, Alan Joyce um, kind of leave in ignominy uh, effectively. I think that was probably um, the biggest like, for lack of a better word, uh, scandalous development in, in, in the business community and one that really shows the, sort of the, the the signs of the times, I guess you could say, in, in the way uh, business
0: operates within, within the broader economy. But the CEO of Qantas wasn't the only leader in Australia's financial world to step down from his role in 2023. Philip Lowe also announced his resignation as head of the Reserve Bank of Australia following a series of inflation rate rises, which is currently sitting at 5.4%. Optus CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin also vacated her role after a massive outage on the company's network in early November that left millions of its customers unable to access its services for several hours. Mr Rodder says these changes on a leadership level show that people are becoming less tolerant of mistakes. I think it's just incredible scrutiny, especially with, you know, it sounds a little bit cliche,
2: but it, I think it is the truth. 24-hour news cycle, um, you know, the echo chambers that can be created with social media, a very unsympathetic uh, community when it comes to uh, corporate issues, corporate mistakes, uh, a greater accountability for boards at a leadership level. And, again, I think it's a, a theme that we've seen uh, overseas and becoming more prevalent here too is a move away from sort of old-fashioned uh, welch shareholder uh, capitalism to one that's concerning, uh, that's focusing much more on sort of stakeholder issues, stakeholder capitalism, which doesn't just look at profits, but also looks at a business's social mandate, their role in uh, economic and social utility, um, and all sort of other issues, political, uh, environmental and otherwise, which... Businesses and boards uh, are having to take um, greater uh, consideration of, uh, but also have greater scrutiny around too, just because of, you know, the nature of of media and and, and information technology. So it it means that business leaders are now on a a real tightrope. Governance is more important than ever.
0: 2023 was considered by many as a transition period for the world, which was still trying to get back on its feet in the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. Companies tried to adjust to the new working conditions for their employers, with some imposing sanctions on those who insisted on working from home. Many people who had found themselves out of the workforce due to COVID also returned to work. Dr Calhoun of the Stevens Institute says this trend is set to continue.
1: The pandemic took several million people out of the labor force evidently who just said the heck with it I'm you know I'm I'm old enough or I have enough money I can sit it out for a while and there and so there was the great what do they call it, the great retirement um, but you know a lot of those people are probably going to now trickle back into the workforce and that will renormalize as well so I I think the labor market is looking like it's finally renormalizing after a, you know an amazing an amazingly deep shock that uh, hit it in 2020 and 2021.
0: The final months of 2023 have left a tiny glimmer of hope for Australians hard hit by the rising cost of living. With inflation dropping at a faster than expected pace and interest rates remaining relatively solid, there's a controlled optimism that cost of living prices could soon return to more reasonable levels in the new year. Mr Rotter says the challenge for 2024 will be to see inflation drop down even further.
2: I think the stage that we're in the cycle now is this, uh, what's called the, the last mile problem is that you get sort of 90% of the way and things come down pretty quickly, but that last 10% of the journey, um, so the trip from say 3% inflation to 2% inflation can take some time. And the question is, well, uh, whether that happens and if it does happen, what's driving it is a recession, which would be uh, an issue in and of itself. But I think it's fair to say that where we sit right now going into the new year, we can say pretty confidently that global interest rates have peaked and that they will come down at some point next
0: year. Whether the global markets will be able to finally see some relief from inflation or not will be largely dependent on world affairs. With two ongoing wars affecting businesses and major trade routes and elections on the way for the US presidency and the European Parliament, not to mention the growing impact of China in world finance, the economy seems to be teetering on a tightrope. The next year comes with its own challenges. Alex Anifantis, SBS News.